0: Hello everyone and thank you for tuning in to Real Talk with Nessa. Um, I want to talk to you guys today about a giving heart, a person that gives. Um, I want to talk about the benefits of giving um, and uh, everything that's positive about giving. So thanks for tuning in again and um, I talk about Giving And when I talk about giving, it's based from my heart, things that I've experienced um, with giving, things that I've learned, um, things that I've tried along the way. So um, as I share this with you, it's because I tried it and it works. So let's jump right in. Um, The power of giving. Now, when you stop and you think for a second about giving, um, giving what you might ask yourself. There's so many ways to give something. Giving could be giving your time, giving your finances, um, giving help, um, whether it's food, helping volunteer your time. Um, There's just so many different ways that you can give. It just depends on the certain need of that particular person or that particular situation. Now, When I say the power of giving, and when I say power, it's because that's exactly what it is. The moment you give, you can think of it this way. It's like you're sowing a seed without even doing anything, but doing what is intended, what your heart is feeling. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) Excuse me um, giving with whatever you feel. So there's power in it. Now we don't give to see, Oh, I'm going to do this for this person. I'm going to give to them because I want to see what they're going to give back to me, what they're going to do for me. No, that is the absolute wrong way of looking at giving because I'm going to tell you right now, when I say, sow a seed, Sow a seed about giving. I'll explain that in a moment. But the minute your mind and and you set your heart on, I'm going to do this because I want this back, you just cut yourself off. You just set yourself short. Whatever you're going to do is about to be for absolute nothing. You're not going to get anywhere. You're not going to get nothing out of it. And maybe you might be able to tell yourself, Or maybe answer your own self and say, maybe that's why I've been doing this, what I'm doing this whole time and haven't gotten anywhere because that has been my mindset. So it's time to change that. When I say sowing a seed, the power in giving is because there's power. Imagine sowing a seed in the ground and you go back and water it multiple times until It starts to sprout. So in general giving, for example, there's a charity you like to go help. There's a family that you know that is in need. Um, There is somebody that needs your time for helping them for something. Um, And you do these things with a willing heart, with a willing mind, not expecting anything. It's like you're planting. Every time you do it, you're watering that seed the first time that you ever ever give and you do it with a willing generous heart you sow that seed and every time after that that you go back and you continue to help you continue to donate your time you continue to feed you continue to take something whatever it is that you're doing it's like you're watering that one time every time now there are benefits in it. The power in giving. Our finances back to you. Doors open up to you. For example. I myself. Wasn't a giver growing up. It's hard to give what you don't have. It's that's easy. Right. To understand. It's very hard to give what you don't have. But. Even the person that's homeless and doesn't have, he still has something to give. If you stop and think, if someone is homeless and somebody else that's next to them is unfortunate and doesn't have shoes, guess what? The homeless person is going to take his shoes off and give them to that person and he'll stay without any. So if you look at our homeless population, they help each other so much and they don't have, but they share what they have. Now, us, you that are listening, we have a lot more than just pushing a little basket or carrying a backpack and sitting on a corner. We have a lot more. So if someone's in need of a blanket of clothing, of food, if someone's in need of your time to help lift things, move things... If someone's in need of your expertise because you have the knowledge to fix a car, you have the knowledge to type a letter, you have the capabilities to help serve someone in so many different ways. Maybe you're a counselor and you can give time. Maybe you're a lawyer, you can give time. Maybe you own a tire shop and someone needs tires and they can't afford it. Maybe you're a mechanic and someone can't fix their car. This is you giving time. There's so many ways that you can give time. You can give back. Okay, so you doing this, it just waters your plant. After multiple times in doing it, those doors, when I say doors open, those desires, those things that you're wanting, asking, needing, because God gives us all the desires of our hearts, um, they come to pass. You get so shocked at all of a sudden you become so much in a habit of, uh, dropping things off, doing things, helping, volunteering, giving your time, you know, a couple times a week, one time a month, whatever it is, you end up getting into a habit of doing it, that it comes natural to you. And then all of a sudden doors start opening that things that you needed, questions that you had are being answered. Um, you know, just a lot of things all of a sudden just start making sense. And it's the power in giving, you know, um, the, the Bible says knock and it will be open. Seek and you will find, ask and and you shall receive. So if, if we don't do these things, then we're never going to know. We'll never know what it is to feel like sowing a seed And watching it sprout and grow into something beautiful. Now, it's not going to happen the first time. And like I said, you can't have the heart to go do something and expect something in return. You know, as I grew up, like I was saying, I didn't have much. So when I met my husband and we started building a relationship, it felt like anything we did have... I clung to it. It was like, Oh my God, I finally have something. I finally have a vehicle. It's all mine. I don't want nobody to drive it. I finally have nice couches. I don't want nobody to come over and visit me. I don't want nobody to sit on them. Um, I have new pair of shoes, new clothes. I'm not going to give it to nobody. I don't want nobody borrowing it. I don't want nobody wearing it. Um, you know, I have a, a new shop, a new business. Oh, it's all mine. I don't want nobody controlling nothing, figuring nothing out. I'm going to do everything. I'm going to figure everything out. You know, you tend to have that type of mentality from not having nothing when you finally have something. It's easy to give what you don't have, also. So if somebody's giving stuff, well, heck yeah, it's easy to regive it because it didn't cost you nothing but the power in giving it has to cost you that's the difference now somebody can donate stuff and you redonate it somebody can give you something and you regave it that's not the same and if you've been doing that then that's why you're still the same at, at the same place it's easy to give what was given to you it didn't cost you nothing you didn't have to work it didn't cost you a penny out of your finances It was simply never there, was there, and then all of a sudden wasn't there again because you passed it on. Now, we all know when we work hard and we make money and we work a nine to eight to five and we got to get up early. Some of us work earlier when we buy things because we had to work for that money. It's not easy to give it away. It actually hurts. So that hurt that you feel inside when you have to give something when you have to release something that hurt is a good hurt even though you think it's not it is a good hurt because the minute you release let it go put it away out of your hand gave it to someone else handed it over whatever it is you're releasing you're letting go that pain that you're feeling it later on when you see the smile on the other end the joy to that family or that person or whatever it was that you did to help you that makes you feel so much better that pain that you were feeling and trying to do something and it hurts so bad because you know how hard you worked it no longer feels the same way anymore you actually feel happy and thankful that you did what you did and i gotta tell you my friends you know i personally love to help i love helping women and children in need um you know especially when the holiday season comes and i like to volunteer and find children that need stuff families that are struggling and get together with other friends that like to help and just lend a hand where's the need at what need can we meet and you know the crazy thing is now that um I'm three months into my nonprofit that I finally applied for. I've been helping women for over six years out of my pocket. And I got to tell you that I'm not where I'm at because I was greedy. I'm not where I'm at because I didn't give and I preferred to clut to hoard it and keep it. Um, I'm where I'm at because I give it. I know there will be more eventually. And if it's not the same, it'll be different. I share it because I know there's enough to go around. Um, when I go to a store, I'm always thinking of so many people that some people get upset with me. And they're like, you should think of yourself. No, if God gave me the finances that he gave me, it's because he wants me to continue to think of others. Now, when God came to this earth, he came for everyone, right? So you stop and think when he came to this earth, it wasn't about him and his needs. It was about helping everyone around him. It was about taking care of everything everyone needed. If they needed healing, he'd do it. If they needed something to eat, he provided it. If they needed um, shoes on their feet, he made them grow as they walked. I mean, there was so many things when Jesus came to this earth that he did and he was selfless. Now, the world looks at you need to be selfish to be selfless. There's a trick to that because being selfish is it's about me, what I want, when I want it, how I want it And being selfless is it's about you. It's about others. It's about what everybody else needs, what everybody else wants, how everybody else wants it. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're being selfless all the time, of course you're going to get tired physically, burnt out. It's always about everybody. I have no me time. It's never about me, but you have to learn balance. And let me tell you, when you back giving with a spiritual background and knowing that God is the one that's going to sustain you and bless you in return, He's going to open the doors that you are asking to be open elsewhere while you take care of what he's asking you to right here. Then it's different. It doesn't feel like a burden. It doesn't feel stressed out. You don't feel like I'm doing everything for everyone else and it's not about me. You don't feel like that when you think the other way. But if you're thinking, I'm going to do this to prove a point, I'm going to do that to help so they can see. I'm going to do this so I can correct. No, that's the wrong way to do things because then you will get burnt out. And then you're going to say, I never have time for me. I never have time to do anything. I I want something to be, you know, because you're looking at it the wrong way. Now, being selfless is what the Lord came to do. When Jesus was here on the earth, he was very selfless. He put his self aside, his needs aside, because he knew God would provide. And that's the thing. While you're doing your due diligence and you're being generous and you're doing it from the heart and you're helping. When God brings blessings onto you, he brings strength, patience, peace, love, all of this to you, that you're able to do what you do, happy, free, not burdened. And, and I got to tell you from experience, because when you're doing things, whether it's submitting paperwork, asking for donations or whatever it is, um, and you see the door open, you're so happy. (laughs) <laughs> and the work that you did and had to invest in the time, you know, the energy doesn't matter. All of that goes away when when you see the green light turn on and the smiles and the joy and the happiness and the, you know what I mean? All the stuff that comes with that, you're just like in awe and you're like, that's what it was about. When we get together and we, get families that are in need and we meet up with them to give them the stuff that we got them. I got to tell you the light up, the light on the kids' face when their light their face lights up is so awesome to think about because these kids actually uh appreciate and love everything and you know, the just a smile on their faces and the family's faces is is definitely what um Keeps me from continuing and uh, going on with what I do, but I gotta tell you this: this power and giving. You know, if you've never done it before, you gotta try it. Maybe you have done it, and maybe it's been small. Um, you know, there's so much need out there. You know, when Jesus died, or sorry, when Jesus was born and he came to this earth. He came because there was a great need. And what did he do? You know, he went and he preached to share stories through town, through town, through town, little towns, little pueblos. And he donated his time. He fed the multitudes. You know, he healed the sick. He let the blind see. He picked up the paralyzed. He did so many things. I'm sure he was tired. I'm sure he was tired, but because he was doing the right thing, that would give him new strength and it would restore him. You know, the Bible speaks a lot about helping the needy. Um, If you Google it, you'll find a lot of stuff in scripture on it. And I know one that always stood out to me was there's a scripture in the Bible that says if you help one of these little ones, it is as if you are helping me. Now, if God is the owner of everything in this world and he created the heaven and the earth and everything that is in it, and he is our father, it's like when your dad is asking for help, why not help him, right? So let's say your dad is the president of the United States and he has control over everything and he's a multi-billionaire and he calls you and says, hey, I need your help to help do this or that you're really going to say, no, I don't have time for it. I'm tired. I don't have the money for it. I can't figure it out. I don't know. Heck no. You're going to say, absolutely. Yes, I will do it. I'll do whatever it is that you need me to do. Why? Why? Because he can reward you. He, he has connections you don't have. He's got money. You don't have, you know? So, if we are in this world and we go on our day to day, who doesn't want more finances? Who doesn't need a door open to maybe uh, expand in a business, maybe buy a house, maybe buy a car, maybe build up credit, maybe, you know, um, uh, I don't know, somebody give something away. Maybe you just need a TV, something simple. There's just ways just by Helping and the generosity that you have in your heart to be so generous. There's ways for all of that to come to pass. Now, one time I was looking for a house and we went through multiple banks that kept giving us pre-approvals and at the end denied us, denied us, denied us. And my dad opened up the Bible and said, Mija, the word of God says if you give one percent of what you're asking for, God will bless you a hundredfold and I said, "Well, you know what? I love challenges. But giving away 1% of $140,000 is $1400 and that's a lot of money to just fork out. I mean, who's got 1400 bucks when you're barely starting out in life saved that you can just hand it away, give it away? Nobody does. I remember coming to my husband and telling him, "Hey, we got to give this money because I I need this in return and I want to challenge God, and he told me I was crazy. He said, Hell no. A couple days goes by, long story short, I did it anyways, didn't ask him. We pray over the check, and three weeks later, we got a pre approval. We got to sign for our house. My husband didn't believe me, but I told my father that if this worked, then it would never, I would never stop giving if that worked. And you know, since then, I haven't stopped giving when I go places, when I pick up donations, I'm thinking of people, I'm thinking of things, I'm thinking of other agencies, I'm thinking of other churches, other families, and I got to tell you that I'm blessed, but I'm blessed to be a blessing. I didn't get blessed to keep the blessing with me. I didn't get blessed to not share it. I didn't get blessed to hoard it to put it away, to stack it up, you know, it that's not what it was about. And I learned that years ago, I learned that. So I was able to continue to re-bless. And as I continued to bless, more blessings would come in and more doors would open. As I would help open doors for other people, other doors would continue to open for me. And you know, there, there's a trick in all of this and a lot of people don't know it. Because it's hard to give the little bit you have. Because in the beginning of giving, we all, I started there. We start so small with nothing. We don't really have nothing. You know, it's really hard to save a thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollars in a savings account, you know, especially when you're barely starting out. And the hardest part of starting out to have that generous heart to giving is the, the giving. It is so hard to give what you barely have. You know, you, there's no guarantee in this, right? That's what you tell yourself. So if I barely have it and I go give it, who's going to give it to me? Nobody. The door isn't going to, you know, we think so negatively sometimes and all we're doing is shutting the door on ourselves. But there's no religion in giving, you know, ask yourself when I look at this world, you see blacks, Hispanics and whites, you see Asians and Filipinos and there's all kinds of different mix as well. But the three black, white and Hispanic, I see white people so blessed, even though they don't even know religion. Because it's not a religious thing. They're so blessed. Why? Because they give. They donate. They do donations for tax write-offs. You know, these businesses, you know, even though some were born with a silver spoon in their mouth and they probably started a business because they got it passed down or whatever. But how do they continue to grow? How do they continue to have, you know? Well, that's why. Because they give. They give to agencies that are like the food banks. They give to churches. Um, and that's why churches are able to do what they do. They, they give, they give, they give, they give, they give. It is crazy, you know? Um, we are little. I consider us little. I consider me the little guy. I'm the little guy at the bottom of the pyramid, you know? And it's really hard to be able to understand how it works when you have no experience on it you never want to give what you don't have and it hurts i know it hurts and it's going to hurt it's always going to hurt but you can do it to get out of the norm get out of the i barely have it get out of the um i can't do it now i'll wait till i get paid next week get out of the um I'm not there yet or get out of the spending your check before you even got it, you know, because you have all these plans on everything you're going to do when you do get paid. You, In order to get out of all of that and achieve greatness, you got to start giving. You have to. You have to start giving. And once you start giving, you learn to discipline yourself with yourself on where you're at because let me just tell you you can never outgive God and I'll I'll repeat to you again the word of God says if you help one of these little ones it is as if you were helping me and I will bless thee there is a great reward in helping those that are in need you know if you're going to a church and there's a need If you know a family and there's a need, if you're at work and there's a need for your help, you know, volunteer, volunteer, donate your time, see where the need is at. Because I think for our lives, it is better to have than not have. It's better to have extra than to struggle. It's always better, you know, and I'm sure you can agree with me. You know, it's, it's, it's hard in the beginning, but it gets easy later. You know, it's crazy because I even quit my day job (laughs) to run a nonprofit. You know, I quit my day job where I was getting over a hundred grand a year to work for a nonprofit that to people, I can say, I don't get a penny, but God has opened so, so, so many doors with so much things that I am so grateful for and the partnered agencies that we are connected with and the doors that are opening. I am so grateful for. That's what it's all about. It's about helping. It's about volunteering and got to worry about the rest. You know, I can't worry about, oh my God, is my car paid? Oh my God, is my, Um, am I going to have food next week? Oh my God, am I going to have money for gas? I mean, I'm a barber. You know, God will bring the clients if my clients want (laughs) to pay. I'm just kidding. I'm just laughing because I got a husband that wants free haircuts, but yet he'll go find a barber and pay them, but he won't pay his wife. But you got to learn how to give. There's nothing wrong in helping. You got to try it. Challenge yourself. I guarantee that. You will never stop giving voluntary time somewhere. Continue to do it. Make it a constant effort that you get out there, get your kids out there, get, you know, go with a friend, a significant other, you know, um, try it. You definitely will have a life changing experience because I did, I did. And my life continues to change. You know, the word of God says Christians go from victory to victory. Well, it's true. I'm living proof. My life from year to year is never the same. And as a Christian, it's not supposed to. It's supposed to be better and better. You know, we do go through hell, high water. There's times that we hit storms, you know, um, just like Job did in the Bible where God stripped him. Allowed the enemy to come in and strip him from everything he ever had, including his beautiful daughters and sons and everything he ever owned. But it got better and better and better, you know. So I tell you to share this with you, if you ever wondered what it was like to just open up your heart and give, how to have a life changing experience, learn to give, learn to help. Learn to volunteer. Don't complain when you do it. Don't expect nothing in return from that person that you're helping. Don't expect anything at all out of what you're doing other than God to reward you. And if you come with that mindset and that heart, you're guaranteed to be rewarded. You're guaranteed, guaranteed to be happy. So as I close with this... I really want you guys to take the time and think, you know, have I been helping? Uh, maybe I help because there's some people that um, I've gone and I pref- I don't prefer, I prefer not even to ask for help because then you'll never hear the end of it and you'll always get it thrown in your face. Don't be that person. Don't be that person. Be the person that you went to go help because you did it with your heart and shut your mouth. Because you did it with your heart. If you're going to be the person that went to help and you're complaining about it and you're going to talk about it later or brag about it later or tell somebody else, like, you know, guess what I did and they did. da 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 Don't do it because you're doing it for nothing. You're wasting your time. You're wasting your money. You're wasting your energy. All of the above. If you're going to do it, do it with a generous heart, with no intentions and with nothing in return. And I guarantee you, people will be happy, God will bless you, and it'll just continue. And you'll see the doors of your future blessings, your future new life flying open. So, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Can't wait to see you guys again soon. And God bless you. Have a good night.